At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Did you consider kicking it short or maybe kicking it to the goal line after that final touchdown in the fourth quarter to maybe try to get them to run some clock by having to return the ball? Yeah, yeah, we we, we talked about that. Um, and again, you know, I'm just going to put it on the execution at this point and, 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 and myself, Jay, I'm just going to leave it at that. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. Back QL Daily presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday as we react to an incredible weekend of football. All the games decided at the buzzer, and now we have the conference title game set. The voice there of Sean McDermott answered questions after the game last night. Why didn't they kick it short? They gave Patrick Mahomes 13 seconds in the football at the 25-yard line. Talk about that and everything from a wild weekend. And look ahead to the conference title games. It's Mike Lombardi. He's our Odyssey NFL insider. He's joining us on the Roman Guest Line. You can also hear Michael on GM Shuffle, his weekly podcast available on the Odyssey app. Mike, uh, great to talk to you again. And we can start with the the one last night because there was so much there to unpack the last, I mean, few minutes of that game. I mean, the score was 26-21 at the two-minute warning. It ends up 42-36. Mike, what did you make of what happened there with the Bills not kicking short? You know, McDermott called it an execution thing, coaching thing. It seemed like he didn't really want to discuss it. Uh, but that that really set Patrick Mahomes up for a chance to do what they did. Well, I mean, this is what I think one of the biggest problems in football is we're seeing the lack of head and head coach, and we're not making great decisions. I think that the, all four games were a referendum on that. Uh, I think, look, the, what we should do as fans, instead of looking at the play clock, like the play clock is a numerical number, the play clock indicates how many plays are left in the game. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's 13 seconds left, and I believe the Chiefs had all three of their timeouts. So the most plays, the most plays I think the Chiefs could possibly run would be four, and that would be really challenging, especially with the depth of the routes. So if you kick the ball off and force it into play, you're going to take five seconds off the clock, and you make them return it. Now you got to hold your breath and make sure you tackle somebody, but if you squib it and it bounces around, you should have a great opportunity to get the person on the ground, and they've got to field the punt. And so now the game's down to eight seconds. And so how are they going to move the ball from their own 20, 25-yard line with eight seconds and kick a field goal and beat you? You know the field goal kicker is, is really good from long range, so you've got to prepare for that. The other issue, though, was you've got to jam the receivers. Why? Because when you jam the receivers with a little bit amount of time, it makes Mahomes have to hold the ball longer. 
And when you hold the ball longer, time dwindles off the clock. So even though Sean McDermott did a lot of good things, he called timeouts, he tried to set his defense, he just didn't organize it correctly, and he malfunctioned. And those 13 seconds should never come back to beat you. I don't care if Superman's on the other sideline. Credit to Mahomes, but you can't let Kelsey just run up the field completely untouched, just completely untouched, and then catch the football. So the Bills are going to have to live with this for a long time this offseason. They really blew the game. I I think it was really a malpractice at the end. Yeah, Michael, and you have all four games. Game-winning score happens on the final play of the game. First time that we've ever seen that in NFL history in this divisional round. And going into Titans-Bengals, staying in the AFC for a moment, uh, one of the obvious thoughts was, well, you have such a big head coaching advantage between Vrabel and and Zach Taylor. Uh, What went wrong with for the Titans uh, in their loss? Well, I think what went wrong, you know, I think you can point to really one play. I mean, you've got the ball third and one at the Cincinnati 35-yard line in the fourth quarter. The score is tied. The score is tied. Uh, the score is tied 16 to 16. And you've got a great chance to, to really put the game away. You've got a really a good chance to, to win the game right there. And yet you, you, yet you decide to get into – Really, one of the strangest things I've ever seen them do is you try to get into a formation, which is really not typical of who you are as a football team, right? I mean, so you got there's eight minutes to go in the game. You've got the ball at the 35-yard line, and you're in shotgun offset. And you try to put the ball in Tannehill's hands out there. Just get the first down. Now, you're not going to win the game because there's a lot of clock left, but at this point, you're going to get points. And, and, and when we see this game, we don't count the failed fourth down conversion as a turnover as we count the other three that we saw Tannehill make. But at the end of the day, this turnover was the one that really hurt them significantly. The last one killed them because they lost the game and got field position. But this one really hurt them significantly because they were unable to convert it and they didn't come away with any points. I mean, this is an opportunity to get points, and I think they really malfunctioned. The the Bengals were no better. I mean, when you give up nine sacks and you're letting free runners hit the quarterback, I mean, that's not just because they're more talented than you. That's a, that's a scheme problem. You know, they call a squeeze call early in the game, and, and Burrow's either got to throw the ball hot off the receiver or he's got, he, or he can't, he can't call the action. And this went on time and time again. And I think the one thing I learned after this game, which I didn't really realize until this game, was four turnovers, if you count the fourth down turnover, is greater than nine sacks. Michael, thank you for joining us. It's hard to imagine, but do you think we saw Tom Brady's last game? You know, I think that's a really good question. Uh, I don't know that. I'm not in his head. I can't answer that. Uh, I thought his body language last night was very, very, uh, you know, uh, concerning. I think he's, you know, people. I, I tweet this out and everybody argues with you. You know, I said that he trusts very few people. And on that field yesterday, there weren't a lot of players he trusts. Did he have Evans? Yeah. But I think Evans isn't the guy that he trusts completely, right? I think he trusts Godwin. I think he trusted Antonio Brown. I think, And when I use the word trust, it's a little bit misleading because that doesn't mean he doesn't like the player. It just means that he's not at always in sync with the player. I think we saw it that Saturday night game, especially in Green Bay. We got a third and eleven. The Packers do from their in their territory, and Rodgers decides to throw the ball down the field to to Devontae Adams when he's got Lassard wide open on an in cut, which is going to be the first down. 
but Rodgers got in that game. He got a lot of pressure. The, it got to him. He only trusted, really, at the end of the day, he trusted Adams. And I think that's what happened with Brady. And I got the sense that if he wants to come back, he's got to be really certain that he's going to be around the players that he trusts the most. And I think that's going to be a challenge. Mike, the end of that game, the, the Brady lost to the Rams yesterday. You know, Todd Bowles calls a blitz there, and Cup gets down the field, and Stafford makes an incredible throw. They make an incredible play, but he was allowed down the field there. I mean, earlier in the game, miscommunication on the first Cooper Cup touchdown where he goes down the field. For, for a veteran team with a veteran coaching staff, you mentioned coaching, Mike. It just felt like the Bucks in big moments, uh, they had just brain cramps, and I, I couldn't believe how open Cooper Cup was a couple times. Well, I mean, this is really on Bruce. I mean, Arians, I mean, you know, he ties the game up on the run, gets back in the game, miracle. I mean, just a complete miracle to get back in that game. No business really to be in the game other than the Rams, you know, who decide to keep giving the ball to a guy who fumbles and shocked that he fumbles again in Cam Akers. So, you know, let's go through this. They've got 42 seconds left to go in the game. The Rams only have one timeout. Kick the ball deep. The Rams don't have great special teams. They're not going to return that thing back. Now, the other thing you know before this drive starts, Bruce should know this, is that Matt Gay fell short on a 47-yard field goal. So you know that he doesn't have a powerful leg. He's not going to kick it over 50. So you can really timeline where you need to play great defense. You know, basketball coaches do this all the time. They call timeout to set their defense, to coach everybody up on the field, to make sure everybody's in tune to what's going on. Why football coaches don't, I don't know. Bruce Arian says, well, Todd Bowles, we didn't communicate it. Isn't he the head coach? Once again, we devalue the head coach. So they get the ball to start the drive. They get sacked. They used their last timeout. Now, here's the most amazing thing to me in my career is Cooper Cup gets 64 yards in the last drive when everybody in the building and 50 million people at home watching the game know the ball's going to Cooper Cup. How do you let that happen? How is Cooper Cup not doubled on every play? Like, force the ball to go to somebody else. Make them throw it to Higby. Make them throw it to Beckham. Make them throw it to Van Je- Von Jefferson. Make them throw it to somebody, but not Cup. Cup gets 64 yards in the last drive of the game. That's inexcusable, and that's coaching malpractice at the highest level. You can blame Todd Bowles, but you really got to blame the head coach. He's on the headset as well as anybody. Michael, a number of times during our Monday visits, we've addressed the Packers special teams and all their issues, and it came back to bite them in the end. And on the other side of the field, you have Robbie Gold, who's never missed a kick in the playoffs. Well, I mean, that was the great advantage that, that – that they had going in the game, the 49ers. And what I don't think people realize this enough at home. The 49ers were not even trying to block the punt. They didn't have a punt block on in that game. Willis just came in, he penetrated, and he knocked the guy back so far that he, that he basically blocked the punt. You know, and I've said this all year for everybody who thinks Matt LaFleur is coach of the year. To be coach of the year, to be head coach of the year. Now, if you want to give them the offense coordinator of the year, go ahead. But to be head coach of the year, you have to improve in the areas where you have weaknesses. Mike McCarthy never did it all year long, and Jerry Jones complained about it. Like, never improved the team in the special teams. Never got better there. Right? Green Bay never got better in the kicking game all year long. Never. They don't block the edge guy. It's basic day one install. Block the edge guy. Don't let it out. The punt block wasn't even a punt block. So, to me, this is the problem, and it was always going to bite Green Bay. I kept saying it on my podcast. I've said it on the shows. I do. I said it everywhere on my show on Vison. I've said it all the time. Is they going to? You can't. If you can win two of the three phases of the game, special teams, offense, or defense, you got a chance. And in this game, the Forty Nine er defense was sensational. And this will be another year that Matt Lafleur will fire a coordinator 
for justifying the loss, like he did last year when he fired Mike Pettin because they gave up a touchdown at the end of the half for playing the wrong coverage. And this, this cycle will just continue. But it won't if Rodgers doesn't come back. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, while we're on the subject of coaches, do you have any insight on some of these head coaching vacancies? And do you think any of these teams could make a decision here soon? I think the Raiders probably will have some clarity by the end of the week. I think they're going to want to hire a GM and then hire a coach kind of in unison. I think Denver's narrowing it down. I was told earlier that I thought Dan Quinn would be the favorite. I think they really thought Kevin O'Connell did a wonderful job in the interview, so they're probably going to have to go back and revisit that again. I was sure it was going to be Quinn. I'm not as sure now. And I think a lot of these places are looking for coaches that they can groom and basically be part of their staff, not necessarily a head coach, but a coach that is in charge because that seems to be the model that everybody wants to go, even though when you watch the games this weekend – there is a desperate cry for somebody to be the head coach and run the whole game. Mike Lombardi joining us, Odyssey NFL. Mike, let's look forward here. NFC, AFC title game on Sunday. Mike in the AFC, Joe Burrow and the Bengals. I mean, that guy just keeps winning Burrow. In these big games, college, NFL, all he does is win. This is going to be a big chore, though, to go to Kansas City, another road test uh, to take on Mahomes and the Chiefs, seven points is the number Chiefs are favored by. What's your early read on this game? We just watched the Bengals beat him a few weeks ago in Cincinnati. Yeah, and if you go back and watch that game, the Bengals, you know, were fortunate. They throw jump balls to Jamar Chase, great catch. Uh, you know, they throw a zone, the zone curl, he outruns everybody for a touchdown, and then they blow a coverage for the third touchdown. So, you know, if they don't make those mistakes, Kansas City, I think it'll be really hard for them to go into Cincinnati and win the game. I think this game against Buffalo is going to be an emotional drain for them. You know, we played Baltimore in a, in a divisional game. We were down 14 to nothing, got down 28 to 14. And then we played the next week at home against Indianapolis and blew them out of the water. So it's going to take a little bit of time for the Chiefs to basically kind of get their feet back on ground. But after that game, I think they have tremendous momentum. And I think it's going to be really, really hard for Joe Burrow. He's, you know, you give up nine sacks and you have, and your, your protections can't protect you. It's only going to get worse when you go in Arrowhead and listen to that crowd noise. And how about Sunday night? These two teams know each other very well. Niners at the Rams. The Rams are favored by three and a half, Michael. Yeah, I mean, look, the way the 49ers played defense the other night, I mean, Armstead was sensational. I mean, he was disruptive. And, and Aaron Rodgers felt the heat on every single play, and they did it, and they did it, you know, consistently, and they confused him in coverage. I think the way the Niners are playing offensively and defensively with Samuel, assuming they get, get Trent Williams back, that's going to be key. I think they have a heck of a chance to pull an upset. 
So you're thinking maybe Chiefs, Niners, Super Bowl? Yes, I, I mean, I would. I mean, right now, but I mean, I still want to go. I need to go back and watch the games from this weekend and kind of assess it. I just don't have enough confidence in the Bengals to be able to, to, do, to go in there. I think, to me, they were very, very lucky. I think Tennessee lost that game more than Cincinnati won it. Mike, uh, I know you've been high on Jimmy G, and, and from the beginning you said he's obviously the best option for the Niners at quarterback. Have we reached a point now, or does it take one more win, where this has to alter their plan at quarterback moving forward? I know they drafted Trey Lance. They traded a lot of picks to go get him. I just don't know how you move off a quarterback if he takes you to the Super Bowl. What do you think of the future of that position in San Francisco now? Well, you know, I defend Jimmy because I think he takes all the blame all the time, you know, and it's somewhat unfair, you know, even in the Tennessee game that they lost. I mean, he throws two interceptions. He didn't play well, but their defense in that game allowed nine of 15 third-down conversions, most of them long. I think there's never enough balance in that. And partly that's because everybody wants Trey Lance to be the quarterback because they gave up so much for him. I mean, just watch the games. I mean, watch how Jimmy's teammates endear themselves to him. Watch how he's the leader of the team. I mean, that's going to take something significant. I mean, Kyle Shanahan's got to stand in front of the team and say, Trey Lance is better than Jimmy. That's why we traded Jimmy. I think that's hard for him to do. Maybe he can do it next year, but I think it's going to be hard for him to do if they keep winning. Mike, always appreciate you hopping on. Have a great week. We'll catch up again soon. That was Odyssey NFL Insider Michael Lombardi on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for EDL from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. On the other side, we'll take our first look at the NFC Championship game, a game and a matchup we know well, the Rams and the 49ers Sunday from Los Angeles. We'll get to that next. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks for BetQL Daily, presented as always by Fan Duel Sportsbook. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.